I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's that time again, everybody. Welcome to the Football Rebel Preview Show, sponsored by Betfair. Crystal Palace are set to sign a new manager and Spurs have written to football. It's Friday 16th affair by Marcus Speller. I'm Jim Campbell. I'm Pete Donaldson. And I'm Andy Brassel. Welcome, one and all. It's Friday, boys. Yes. <laughs> Swing your lapels around, Peter. Yeah, I, d- I just don't like that laugh. It's a ha, 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 ha. like you're going to get up to something. I don't yeah. like it. Stick around, brother. Stick around, brother. Mm-hmm. Andy, yeah. get off your phone. He's just texting. <laughs> texting Honestly, some the friends. youth of today. <laughs> <laughs> would you do this on deadline day? He's, he's playing <laughs> flappy. On you. He's playing flappy birds. He's looking at the. Actually, that would order. be appropriate because maybe you'd be getting some transfer gossip, but not yeah. here. Look, actually, I, I don't, I don't want to boast, but of do course, I, I, it's not, it's, yeah. it's not even my best phone. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think it's important to keep up to date with all the press conference stuff that happens on a Friday, oh, especially yeah. oh, right. with so much stuff either happening or just about to happen. Well, you nip oh, off hand if you want. Yeah. I'm sure the listeners yeah. won't mind. <laughs> Sorry we've interrupted your professionalism. Yeah. <laughs> Andy, have you listened to this show? That might be important to other shows you do, yeah. but not this one. Unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah. If that, was like a, if that was like a list of Bob Monkhouse's jokes from 1993, <laughs> yes, <laughs> count us in. We're interested. It's also very disrespectful to the group of people that we pass every Friday morning in the studio who chant, we're only here for the brassel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, 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 so there we are. Right, Crystal Palace. They have confirmed that Roy Hodgson is in a stable condition in hospital after he was taken ill during training on Thursday morning which is the most important news, I think, we can, we can yeah. all agree coming out of um, uh, Crystal Palace. They'd cancelled his schedule, uh, his scheduled press conference as a result, of course. Now, this followed widespread reports that Hodgson was about to be sacked and replaced by former manager of Eintracht Frankfurt, Oliver Glasner. So, at the time of recording, that's the situation, unless you've got an update, Andy. No, no update. Right, OK. <laughs> From hospital or press conference. <laughs> yes, OK. Oh, he's, no he's still expected to, to, to step down. Yes. Yeah. So th- those, those are the latest reports. So Yeah, so it, 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 it does seem that uh, Hodgson and, and Palace are parting ways and that uh, Oliver will be coming in um, to take over um, on quite a hefty wage, but, you know, it's the Premier League, baby. It's London. Yeah. London waiting, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? That should get him a little flat, shouldn't it, Peter? One bedroom flat. flat. Yeah. 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 No, I I mean, what do you think of this then, uh, Andy? I mean, it's it's uh, it's really sad. I think that Hodgson has to leave Palace in in this way, but it's been coming. It is sad, but few people get to pick their exit from football, do they? Mm. And um, it, it has been tough. The only reason this hasn't happened earlier is because they haven't been able to find that replacement. Now, this is the John Textor link because he Mm. always complains. Of course, the the majority shareholder of Crystal Palace, or not the majority shareholder, holds more shares than anyone else of Crystal Palace because he's got about 40%. But he's always found it quite frustrating that he doesn't have any influence at all at Crystal Palace. You should give people a little bit, obviously you've, you've mentioned what, where he sits on the um, in, in terms of Crystal Palace, mm. but he, he has shares in a lot of football clubs around 
the globe. Yeah, he owns uh, Lyon, Botafogo, yeah. uh, Molenbeek in, in Belgium. And he tried to get Oliver Glasner mm-hmm. to be uh, the Lyon coach. Going but he's back to very autumn. unpopular, though, especially at Botafogo. Yeah. So this, so it's, I mean... Name me a popular chairman. <laughs> oh, name no, 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 he's not a popular not... multi-club owner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's interesting. Man City fans speaking up here. <laughs> no, but you mentioned his name and I think, okay, here we go. What's, what's this all about? Do you think, though, that he's trying to have his sort of questionable ways here or do you think this would be a good important, um, <laughs> no, uh, appointment? No, I, th- I think of all the stuff that has gone wrong at Crystal Palace, I think... One of the ways in which it could have been worse is Texel could have had more influence. Mm. Like I said, he's found it very frustrating because he owns more shares than anyone else and a guy who owns 10% is basically running the club mm. in, in in Steve Parrish. So I, th- I think they, they probably have taken a, a, a bit of word from Texel, but Glasner is one of the best free agents out there. He's done a really good job at Wolfsburg, a really good job at Lask before that. And of course went and won the Europa League at Eintracht Frankfurt. So mm. he's one of the better coaches out there. Yeah. He'll sort their defence out. And later down the line, he's going to really fall out with the people who buy the players. <laughs> well, we look forward to that. Is does, that does a regular a... sort of pattern? Yes, his, that's his, his thing. Yeah. And is he suited to this sort of firefighting job, would you say? Because let's be honest, that is what Palace are With such a young squad as well. Yeah. Promising young squad, still. I, I think that's the thing, really, isn't it? The fact that, um, you know, you, you talk about picking your picking your exit mm. you can't really pick your entrance either can you because you end up getting a job say in in, in the Premier League when mm. like something else has gone horribly wrong so a lot of people have I think been put off where where Palace are at the moment mm. and that sense that they're not really going in the right direction upstairs I think has been something that has been perceived by a lot of those those coaching candidates because otherwise this move would have happened well, earlier. When you say he's going to fall out with the players, I mean, if you look at pictures of the man... No, I said he's going to fall out with the people who recruit the players. Oh, OK, sorry. Oh, OK, well, that makes more sense. Because he, he looks like quite um, I, I, sort of um, an agreeable kind of chap, you know, mm. the type of chap who would sort of go, all oh, right, we'll do it your way then. You know? Right, OK. Yeah, he definitely doesn't say that. <laughs> yeah. A walkover. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Mm. Well, look, it's. Are you suggesting that having looked at Oliver Glasner's image, you feel that you could bully him? That's what. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like it. Seems to have drawn. I think I could have a go. Yeah. 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 Could you could you bully him into taking over before the game against Everton on Monday? Do you think? (laughs) Well, that's not going to happen. We don't think. Well, Palace fans would like you to do that, maybe. Okay. Still got the Fulham Fulham home uh, match against them, so this season. Right. And I noted. I'll get down there and bully him to. Drown him in the pool. <laughs> oh dear. Well, yeah. Um, drown him in the pool. That's quite extreme. Well, really. dunk yeah. him in the pool. Yeah, I'm not going to drown What him. is a dunking, if not a small drowning? <laughs> mm. What is a sleeping, but not a small death? Yeah, what but... is love? <laughs> See a philosophy. <laughs> but a Friday <laughs> feeling. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bit like David Bowie in many ways. There's like lots of different characters. Lots of outfits. Yeah. Just lots of outfits. Reams and reams of material we haven't heard yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, thank goodness. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, we'll see, won't we? But that seems to be what's happening at Palace. So um, good luck to them. Uh, speaking of uh, uh, those who um, once uh, managed Crystal Palace, see that Neil Warnock got a 3 all draw with Aberdeen on Wednesday night with Motherwell. They were 3-0 down inside half an hour. 
At home as well. Yes, but mm. fought back. And we're denied a winner for a marginal offside. <laughs> gutting. <laughs> Absolutely uh, gutting. Yeah, Warnock said after the game, um, VAR, I don't believe it, me. He said he said VAR is a computer. I think it's the Horizon computer, which, of course, is a mention to the post yeah, office. Indeed. Um, I, th- I think the head of VAR should give back a CBE, personally. <laughs> <laughs> it's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> the quotes are amazing. They are very, very good, yeah. yeah. They're, they're somewhat less amazing when you hear the audio version of them or see the TV version of it because he pauses for the laugh like an 80s comedian uh, and then, right, then he turns yeah. around and goes oh that were a good one that wasn't it that does make it better for me that makes it <laughs> way better yeah I think Neil Hamburg I just absolutely horrible man it was when he life. started talking about Var's mother-in-law that really uh, did it for me unlike Roy Hodgson I don't think we'll see Neil Warnock back at Palace though at any time no, no. Ever. never say never Never. Well, I don't think he will, but I think they will. <laughs> um, but it is, look, to, to sort of wrap up the Palace chat, I think, as I said at the start, it, it is sad that, that Hodgson, the, the club that one could suggest that he's quite synonymous with, having managed so many different teams, and it kind of ends like this as well. I mean, it was, was it not always going to end like this? I mean, quite apart from him, obviously, yeah. um, spending a bit of time in hospital and stuff, was it ever going to end... Well, going back to the well, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, so it, was all kind of, it was all well, heading I, in one direction, wasn't it? Yeah, I, th- I think in an ideal world, he would have given them a solid season. Yeah, mm. I think that's all they needed, and, wasn't it? Yeah, get it's... into the summer and go, do you know what, Roy, thanks very much. You, mm. you steadied the ship, all that kind of cliched yeah. stuff. Um, you know, well done, and then mm. uh, thanks very much. Yeah, You'll sure. always be welcome back at the club, which I'm sure he will be. Yeah. Um, but, but, he, but he said recently as well, didn't he, this is one of the hardest kind of um, scraps like this he's faced because the the fans have turned against him so mm. much and the banners and things show that as always. Yeah. It's, a, it's a real shame. But I mean, I the think thing the... is, he's taken it quite personally where mm. actually it's not directed no, at him. No, it's, that's right. The, 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 I think the fans have gone out of their way to show that it's not directed mm. at him in a quite admirable way, actually. Yeah, I, I, I would go along with that. I would go along with that. All right, gentlemen. Um, the Premier League is uh, back once again and Luton Town hosts Manchester United on Sunday at 4.30. Been a pretty positive week for Manchester United, one has to say. I haven't said that for a while. Um, the reports um, are that uh, they are expected to reach an agreement to bring in Newcastle Sporting Director Dan Ashworth. They're stealing one of yours, PT. Yeah. It's Andy I mean, Cole all over again. It was, it was such a massive sort of deal when he signed as well. And you look at like the sort of... Um players that he's brought in I mean mainly quite young kind of academy players but Mm -hmm. how much he was involved in those ones but um, you don't know but you sort of think maybe they're sort of working under the auspices of a a restrictive FFP um, he's kind of taking his toll and he wants he wants to spend more money basically we should get rid of FFP shouldn't we Pete (laughs) yeah I think so (laughs) because people want to say it's a revolution at Manchester United though people have conflated his role at Newcastle into oh my god he's transformed the club whereas he has done good work there Mm. Over uh, the last year and a half, the money transformed the club. Kieran Trippier transformed the (laughs) club. (laughs) Yeah, who predates Dan Ashworth, obviously. Yeah, Yeah. Well, Manchester United, they've also um, got um, one or two new people in as well. Last month, Manchester City's chief football operations manager Omar Barada said he was joining Manchester United in the summer. Yeah, which is a bit of a coup. They're making huge moves here in in all this sort of behind the scenes stuff. And we've been saying for a long, long time that that is very obviously one Mm, of the the areas that is an issue at Man United. So again, like. Credit where it's due there. Yeah. Well, also, potentially, was there it works out, obviously. But. Get, get a new chef who washes his hands. Yeah. That's what I would say. <laughs> Fix the roof. Yeah. Fix the Fix roof. The roof. <laughs> Apparently, it's been leaking for 10 years. Fix the Someone roof. Someone from buy inside some, the club. Buy some Jeff Lemon. <laughs> Stop getting Patrice Everett to cook the chicken. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, Also, Southampton's uh, director of football, Jason Wilcox. Remember him? Yeah. Um, uh, he's been in talks with a potential move up to Manchester United. He worked with Barada at Manchester City as academy director. 
Uh, and he was he was at Man City for nearly ten years. Apparently, mm. played a big part in developing players such as Phil Foden and Rico Lewis. So, you know, I, I think that's surprising, isn't it? Because Jason Wilcox is is very much one of those sort of like um, pub quiz kind of. He's a seven out of ten. Premier League classic, isn't he? Yeah, I sort of I've realised that in my head when I picture him, I've been picturing Jason McAteer. Like he's, <laughs> yeah. that, he's that sort of like bit of the lead just in Edinburgh from in your well. own yeah, mind. Yeah. yeah, but obviously he's been doing a lot of good stuff behind the scenes. He's yeah. from the Brian Marwood zone. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> what do you, I mean, what do you think about this chaps? I mean, it, it does seem, it does look like a little bit the fact that they've got, uh, you know, one um, man coming in directly from Man City and obviously Wilcox uh, worked there as well. Is there a bit of copying going on or inspiration perhaps well, from those that's noisy fine, though, is it? Well, I'm not, that's not a criticism. Yeah, I think, you know, one of the things City do really well is identify the best people and pay them the best money, right? So, like, there's obviously a lot of talent there for, for that reason. And at that so, level, it's cheaper than investing in squads, isn't it? Yeah, Which and, they've tried to do over the years. And also, how many people have have relevant experience in that area? Like, it's, no. it's, it's, a, it's a small amount of people. So, I mean, it seems like Jim Ratcliffe is doing what he's, Set, said he would set out to do, which is so taking, taking charge. I don't recognise that. Um, <laughs> uh, he's, he's sort of taking charge of the football side of things mm. and trying to sort of shake that up very quickly. So this is, you know, this is to be expected. I, I think you look at it and what it says, if you know Ratcliffe's work at Nice, it says that he's used Nice almost as a sort of guinea pig for what he wants to do at, at Manchester United. Mm-hmm. Because when it's gone better at Nice is when he's had less involvement when he's put the correct football management structure in. I mean, basically, they went out and they looked at, Nice looked at Lance, Mm. who had the best sporting director, best recruitment department. They're like, right, okay, we're going to take that as a whole to Nice. And and that's what they did. And since Radcliffe and Dave Brailsford have not been involved as much, been much better. Interesting. Well, Harry Maguire was very impressed with Sir Jim Ratcliffe um, for bringing a fresh energy, he said. It's not fresh energy, it's fossil fuel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wish you would invest in fresh bring, energy. Bringing yeah. jacket and jeans. <laughs> He's a very jacket and jeansy kind of guy. He looks like, a little looks bit. like Wurzel Gummidge if he made a bit of bunts. Like it? Like bunts. He's got scarecrow vibes. Yeah. Bunts. Bunts. Right. Bunts. Yeah. <laughs> Rock the bunts. Do you think that's what he'll do with Manchester United then, Andy? Do you think that he will do have a more hands-off approach? He should do. He definitely should do. Yeah, but do you think he will? Yeah, I, th- I think I think he probably will. I mean, he, he left his brother Bob to to look after Nice for most of the time. <laughs> Maybe that was his Bob mistake Rapp. at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, Bob Rapp, do this for a bit, will ya? This is interesting. Does he, does he just hand out the clubs to family members? Well, look, just, just because work, just, just because he's <laughs> yeah, true, just yeah. because he's the figurehead, it doesn't mean he should do everything does it mm, okay. I, I mean look United have been really desperate for this kind of management structure for a while you do have a look at it and think it's got a bit of a trolley dash feel to it mm-hmm. so how do all these pieces fit together mm. I don't think we should look at it and think you know, guaranteed success there is still a lot of things to do and for all we know Jim was talking about the leak, leaking roof Jason Wilcox could be up a ladder by this time next week <laughs> is this the edge of like the rock and roll kind of like 40 grand a week football administrator Andy like I'm worried that like yes. this is going to be the new Maybe. you know fantasy teams we're going to put him there and yeah. him there and him there in the boardroom with the little iPads and, and stuff just, yeah. I've, we need I've, some bloggers remember 15 <laughs> years bloggers, ago yeah. I have long since wanted uh, not, not football manager but football director of football yes Nice. Maybe, maybe okay, yeah. it's tautologist, so you can yeah. really have that. Surely, but. football manager allows you to do all that nonsense nowadays. I just turn it all off. I just do the press conferences, do some screaming. <laughs> you're, just, you're just a figurehead. I don't, even, aren't I don't you? even look after the matches. Well, 
Just I'm basically Jason Tindall. <laughs> <laughs> You're sort looking of, good. In a weird way, just doing a podcast, aren't you? Yeah, pretty much. Just yeah, doing the yeah. communication <laughs> bit. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, they are playing uh, Luton Town on the weekend, and Luton Town are looking to bounce back from their first defeat of 2024. Of course, came at the hands of Sheffield United. It was a surprise. Yeah, it was a surprise. It's and it's an interesting yeah. one because obviously it's at Kenilworth Road and they've acquitted themselves very, very well against the top six Luton so far this mm. season. I do wonder though if this, because that front three at United really look like they've clicked and look like they they are, a, you know, very, very, um, very fun to watch, very fluid. They've definitely got goals in them. I wonder mm. if that might make it a difficult afternoon for Luton. Yes, I think, it, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's tall Evening, order because... Rather. Yeah, it's it, it's a tall order because Manchester United they are putting some results together. I know we sort of have a bit of a laugh about them and 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 so on and so forth. But well, that's how right, isn't it? After what they did to us in the nineties, <laughs> definitely. But they've won. They've won. Yeah, oh, compl- I'm not sorry, Jim. Um, uh, they've won. Three I, I just wanted to make sure any Man United fans <laughs> listening who thought that was sympathetic. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can get fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've won three on the bounce, and they are beginning to bother. The um, I mean, they're six points behind Spurs in fourth. I, I'm not sure that they'll end up in the Champions League spots. Uh, but they're 14 games to go, though. It's enough, it's enough time a, that if you yeah, exactly. do that. It's a realistic a And let's be honest, fifth will probably get a Champions League spot this season as well. Apparently there's a good chance of that. Oh, yes, of course. Although it's still Spain and Germany in the in, in the top right two the for, for for that at the, mm. at the moment. It's, hey, it's Europe hasn't been slapped about by Arsenal. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It is it is funny though, as 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 you say, Marcus, like that the fact that there is, I think for people who look at the start of Manchester United season mm-hmm. and what a shambles it was, the travesty of them making the Champions League <laughs> is very much alive. Yeah. I think and the thing is that's what happens when you've got a lot of high quality players mm. but like the the bits in between like the coherent strategy decent football yeah. all of that stuff yeah. you know it's very much an afterthought but I mean, it's, really it's they, still, they, they, they could do it yeah I mean it's still with Manchester United if they lose a game or they get a poor result or something it's yeah. still massive I mean they, they have got like Arsenal Liverpool Man City before the end of sure. the season you look at other teams like my own Newcastle and they've got nobody apart from maybe Man United in there Fulham it's going to um, Spurs probably Fulham. Do, do a bit of do a bit of damage but that's twice um, he's not he's ignore that yeah, I am I am <laughs> <laughs> scream it Marcus scream it for me okay yeah. well but yeah. I just I just think the teams like that will have easier runs than Man um, United and I just think they'll they'll, yeah. they'll they'll get their bums handed to them in those big matches that, that, that's the thing what you were saying about overreaction mm. to a Man United defeat Pete's completely right they beat a couple of shit teams and all of a sudden, oh, they're back. So, yeah, they, I, I heard United, him say that. It's Man United. <laughs> yeah. I, heard, I heard Andy say, Pete's right. So, yeah. Okay. yeah. All right, click that. The things fair. I do here. But the, the front three, as I mentioned already, uh, 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 look a lot better than they have at any mm. point prior to this. And also, Casemiro and, and Kobe Maynou look, look a really, really decent partnership in the middle. Yeah, they've they've, they've hit on right. something that's made that midfield work there. Mm-hmm. And that has been a problem for them for a long, long time. Yeah. And obviously, Maynou's... desperation solutions. <laughs> <laughs> well, Maynou's obviously a, a young player. So, you know, young players... It, they, they can be a little bit inconsistent by the nature of it, but with Casemiro in, in there to kind of talk him mm. through it, I, I I wonder if actually the, they're going to have a strong end to the season. And McTominay in the role that he always should have been. Absolutely. Goal-scoring super sub. Absolutely. Completely. Which, uh, is, which is perfect. He's but... a striker. Surely. Yeah. He's, a, he's, he's England's second greatest striker of this generation, and we've all missed out on that. Mm. So much so that he plays in midfield for Scotland. That's my... That's yeah. my assessment. No, I completely it's, it's, it's funny, actually, this week, because there, there was a big deal being made in Germany about the fact that Jamal Musiala was playing for Bayern away at Lazio. And that's where he had become 
their youngest player in the Champions League. And I, I sat there and I remember, oh yeah, at the time, he was England's youngest ever Champions League player <laughs> before yeah. he declared for Germany. Does that reset now then? Or does he still count because he was eligible at the time? Well, yeah, it's a good question, that. We'll have to ask the, the, the dubious appearances panel. <laughs> Gentlemen, uh, a former Manchester United player that we all very much remember and who burst on the scene as a, as a youngster at Everton, admittedly, was Wayne Rooney. And there are rumours that he's considering a go in the boxing ring. He's reportedly in talks with uh, the promoter who runs KSI's influencer boxing series, Misfits Boxing. So, Although he's come out and said this is not well, true. Yeah, I want to I say this. A lot of people listening might have seen the clip of him talking with Gary Neville uh, and Jamie Carragher about this and essentially um, putting the kibosh on it. Let's all put a pin in that. Mm. Let, let's ignore that. Yes. <laughs> let's, let's pretend we've not seen or heard that. <laughs> yeah. Rooney in the boxing ring. <sighs> that's Phil Bardsley's music. <laughs> <laughs> what would Phil Bardsley's music be, though? No, yeah, that's true. Probably. The Cortinas. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Jamie T. <laughs> if you got the money. Kasabian. Maybe yes. even that might be a yeah, bit too. too yeah, because yeah. um, yeah, he. I like Phil Jamie T as well, Andy. Spark him out that time, <laughs> Jamie T has, has endured. Out of a lot of indie landfill, he's managed to continue. Well, so a bit of respect he's done well. Yeah. I, I do love the expression indie landfill. So <laughs> yeah. It's perfect. Um, Rooney would beat the living daylights out of whoever he was in the box. Well, the really I don't think he would. We've seen him be knocked yeah, out. Yeah, by Phil oh, Bartley. No, but he's got glass jaw. No, but they were just... Got a letterbox that, mouth. No, I think they were just like, they were messing around and Barsley's caught him a bit. You know. right. Well, that can happen in a boxing ring as well. Though, yeah, that, that Ooh, is true. That's, in, in, in a way, that's the whole point of yeah, it. Yeah, but have yeah. you seen his jaw now? Fair, bigger. He looks yeah. like that um, that that um, beast they constructed that could survive a car crash. Yeah, <laughs> starting to look a bit, starting to look a bit like that guy. Yeah, that's why he's done it. That's he's dude. like, he's like, all right, you'll see. <laughs> Yeah. You think I've got a glass jaw? Well, I've got all this protection now. Come at me. Well, it comes from KSI, doesn't it? So KSI said Wayne Rooney had offered to fight him. Right. Which is fascinating. Mm. Yeah. I'll knock his is that out. not because he's so closely associated with Arsenal rather than anything else? I think he just. I think that's just his. I think that's a leap, mate. Yeah. I think that is a leap. Okay. Wayne Rooney just opens every door to every um, room and just that's his greeting. I'll knock his out. Yeah. That's yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Wayne. Like, so yeah, the talk was that if he, you know, he's obviously prioritising management, but if that doesn't work out, he'll look at boxing. Right. It's not a great he'll, look, is it? He'll beat up a celebrity. Yeah, or that, 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 that picture of him looking dejected in Bowman City uh, Tunnel going, oh, fuck's sake. So if you don't get this job, Wayne, what, what, what do you think you'll do? Oh, probably, probably try and beat up a YouTuber who's like half my age. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a few <laughs> Stress try yeah. as well. Punch um, a billionaire. Apparently Wayne Bridge is also quite handy in the ring. All the way right. to this. Like, to be honest, I mean, a lot of people have a lot of opinions about this, all this sort of YouTube amateur boxing stuff. Uh, and I do understand that. It's shit, Jim. I know it is. Yeah. But if they can fill it with ex-footballers, mm. I am watching Fair, that. Yeah, I'd watch that. Yeah, that's, that's in my mind where Jason Wilcox ends up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wayne. I wouldn't have seen, but apparently he was described as an animal in the ring. Exactly. Okay. So like Wayne Bridge against John Terry, know. maybe John Terry. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. now you're talking. Terry's golf. Not... Good at golf, Terry. Any? So yeah. you might turn this Ter- onto this. Terry's not getting involved mm. wisely. Gentlemen, let's finish the half by talking about Kylian Mbappe. He's finally told PSG that he intends to leave at the end of the season following an hour-long meeting with Nasser Al-Khalifa yesterday morning. The terms of his exit are yet to be agreed. Um, And of course, this saga has been going on since 2022 when he first turned down a move to Real Madrid and then there was all that chat about Saudi Arabia and then he 
Then he signed a new deal with PSG, which he's you know he's earning you know two hundred million a season. He's on the board and he's basically the manager and all this yeah. kind of stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, he, he will leave them. He will leave them. And now let's speculate, Jim, where he's going to go. Absolutely. Because Mickey Arteta thinks Arsenal have got to be in the conversation. Well, I was a little bit concerned for Gabriel Martinelli at the start of the season because obviously you would think, like, as well as Martinelli plays, he's, he's not going to get in the team ahead of um, Killing Mbappe. You would have thought so. But Andy was telling me uh, earlier that Mbappe's been playing centrally um, this season. So um, Gabriel Jesus obviously can play wide as well. So I, th- I don't see that there's any other destination for him apart from the Emirates. Of Callum course. Wilson's pulled his titty. He's, uh, he's, on, the, uh, he's on block, so. Well, let's let's get him in. Yeah. That's a shame. So, mm. like, um, he's going to go to Real Madrid. Isn't hang on, it? hang on. You're worried about FFP. Sorry, let's get Kylian yeah. Mbappe. In. <laughs> <laughs> I just think he'll play, he'll play for nothing. He'll play for nothing because he'll, he was impressed with their appearance at uh, the Parc des Princes. Yeah, and he, then, he, he wants to piss off say, Qatar that much. With the Amazon documentary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they, he watched the Amazon documentary and uh, got completely spot washed and wanted to come for the project. I can't the argue project. with that. I can't. I mean, they could be not worried about FFP and just saving up. Just yeah. Yes, exactly. I mean, Eddie Howe has lied through his teeth before. Right. He actually, a few weeks ago, at a presser, he did sort of go, I'm not lying about this one. About, I think, yeah, actually, he's, yeah, he's one of Callum's, I think he's one of Callum's many injuries. So I'm not lying about this one. Right. So he knows that he talks absolute oh, shit on a Friday. They do it all the time. Though, he, yeah, they? but he really leans in. You, most like local journalists in Newcastle, they go, I, I, we, don't, we don't know why we bother turning up because he just lies about the uh, team that, that's available the injuries that he's got uh, and it's just it's just not worth doing what a naughty little sausage <laughs> what a naughty away. sausage uh, what a shame um, mm. he's yeah, going so to Real Madrid though right he's got surely uh, yes oh okay uh, it's, it's Bellingham just matter, Mbappe it's Oof. just a matter of the detail isn't it um Bellingham I, I have to say um Bellingham. <gasps> Bellingham and Mbappe didn't we drink that in the 80s <laughs> <laughs> yes but I, I think the thing with this is that the, the the words you use, the terms of his exit are yet mm. to be agreed. Like he's out of contract in the yeah, summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you don't, don't have a say in this, guys. But the, the, the way that PSG don't understand this is extraordinary. So bear in mind, he's already given back. So they'd let him play this season. And, you know, we've all paid to play at the weekend. Yeah. But he's basically given back the thick end of 100 million euros to be able to play this season in loyalty bonus mm-hmm. that he was entitled to. And now they're like, yeah, well, to show how much Paris means to you, It'd be great if you gave us like a little bit of your signing on fee from Real Madrid. What? And it's like, are you serious? It's like it's PSG. PSG going cap in hand to like, uh, oh yeah, Linda Satena. That's embarrassing. <laughs> like your well-off mate who never buys the drinks. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I mean, but PSG now are saying, I mean, um, Nasser Khalifa said that, as we said the other day on the, on the, on the pod, that he said that, you know, the bling bling flashy year of PSG is over now. And with the amount of talent that they have in that city, we all know it's well documented. So they they're saying right now we're going to you know have a, perhaps a more sort of a bottom up approach, none of this sort of, sort of Galactico stuff, if if you, if you will. And yet, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you if you if you look at today's L'Equipe, they're briefing, they're interested in Salah, Kimmich, yeah. Leao. Aussie men. Yeah. I mean, to Probably f- all of them, not not just selected ones. Well, that's the thing. I mean, to be fair, you can make some big signings, but still have young players through in the academy. Yeah. Mm. I mean, how do you do you believe him, Andy? No. No, I don't think you would. Um, well, fair enough. On on Mbappe, they're um, gonna get. They're gonna try and sign Cristiano Ronaldo or some bollocks like that, aren't they? Mm. On Mbappe being a sort of you know obviously going to Real Madrid, I think we all expect that to happen, and it might stop clubs coming in for him. I do think. We all know he wants to go there eventually yeah. uh, at some point because he's you know he sort of grew up as a Real Madrid fan and all this stuff. But I think 
you know, the possibility of him being available on a free, obviously yeah. that comes with heavy caveats because you have mm. to pay him so much. Surely in any sort of ambitious club at least have to explore the idea of it. Yeah. I mean Premier League clubs as well you, here. You, you, like, you've got to you, try. You've got even to, if he's going to say no. Even yeah, if he's going to say no, you've got to ask. Even if, absolutely. It's, even if it's completely ridiculous and it's like trying to sign Messi in his prime. But that's, like you at least explore the idea. Exactly. Surely. That's where they are at the moment because everyone really knows that he's going to Real Madrid. But until the ink's on the paper, until he's holding up the shirt, you've got to ask. You do have to ask. You do. Mm. Right, everybody, coming up in the second half, we've got Spurs versus Wolves. We've got Manchester City versus Chelsea. And we've got a Jurgen Klinsmann update. See you in a moment. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. player and I've been involved we didn't win the league for 30 years at Liverpool right just look at me when I'm talking to you welcome back to the football <laughs> round everybody <laughs> Jamie Redknapp getting a bit shirty with Gary Neville there of course it was Roy Keane wasn't it no it was Gary Neville look at me when I'm talking to you yeah, not, he's, speak, to, speak to Roy Keane he's like not that saying all the time. that to Roy Keane <laughs> is he that was what was so um, so <laughs> notable about it uh, definitely wasn't Roy Keane uh, Spurs uh, versus Wolves um <laughs> Two great examples of football clubs where we never call them by their full names, do we? Mm. Fair. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Only if we're I'll angry that. with them. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Tottenham Hotspur, would you come here now? Back in here. Uh, um, Wolves beat them back in November with those two goals in stoppage time. Two mm. absolute bangers they as well. Uh, Sarabi used up all of his football for the whole season <laughs> in that one goal. <laughs> it was a glorious goal, An though. Unbelievable goal. Yeah. I don't think he scored since, has he? Apart from a penalty recently, maybe. True. <laughs> Oh, it was Burkham Pesk, Jim. It was. No, I mean, it's fine for me to think he's too good for Wolves. It's not fine for him to think he's too good for sure, Wolves. I see. Yeah. Well, Spurs themselves are, uh, of course, in that uh, fourth spot. They've, they've, they've been doing okay of, of, of late. Um, they've scored in 36 league games in a row. 
which I find um, slightly impressive. Um, what do you think of this one then, Jimmy? Um, I mean, we've enjoyed Wolves this season, there's no doubt about that. But I mean, Spurs are, what are they, 15 points above um, Wolves in the table. So Spurs will be favourites for this one. Oh, course. absolutely, yeah. They're, they're sort of, I think they're back in their groove, for sure. Um, and we all expected them to improve Um Instantly, when James Madison came back, that has happened. Mm. Uh, they're they're back to their sort of free flowing fun best. Um, Wolves have you know had a little bit of uh, FFB slightly inconsistent <laughs> form. That Man United game was obviously quite gutting. Uh, but they acquitted themselves well. The Chelsea game was brilliant, and then obviously, sadly, they lose two 0 to Brentford at home, which is a, a real sort of yeah. squib after those two results. So I think Spurs have to go into this as as heavy heavy favourites, especially at home. Mm. Having said that. I mean, I've I've been to see Spurs a few times recently. I do feel since the turn of the year, even if the results have come right again, the way they're actually playing, it's just totally chaotic. Mm. Totally chaotic. Well, a big a big sort of gutting factor for Wolves is that uh, Mateus Cunha is not going to be involved because he he Talking feels like chaotic. the perfect exactly he seems the perfect player to play against this this model of Spurs. I I agree, and I think that was probably the moment against Brentford actually, wasn't it, where he he, he went off. You know, that's where they took a shot in the wing really because I, I hate to stereotype, but you don't want to. Give, you don't want to tell the Brazilian national that he's he's this season's over at this point. <laughs> no. he's, he's coming back a wreck. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, we've, we've seen it done before. <laughs> Have you seen those recent pictures of uh, Neymar that are doing the rounds? Yeah. Where is he? I haven't. He's giving the league the, the respect it deserves. <laughs> but he's wearing the training kit, but that's the only sense in which he looks like a footballer. I see. Yeah. Is he in his that big sort of Hacienda type thing? Or, he's in his Ronaldo on a yacht for that. Kind of, uh, no, but remember that big vibes. big house he was building, Jim? Yeah, it, it, with it, his own private beach. Yeah, but I mean, it like basically just ate up, I don't know, I don't know if they have green belt in Brazil, but it was, it was right. a lot of... <laughs> I don't know if they have green belt. <laughs> They've got a lot of green. No, there was some sort of planning permission where he'd... <clears throat> he just kept ignoring it. Yeah, he? exactly. He exactly, just kept yeah. paying the fines. Yeah, I will have my own beach. Yeah, and uh, hey, yeah, he doesn't look like a footballer anymore. Poor old Neymar, eh? Poor old, ne- poor poor old, old Neymar. multi-millionaire Neymar. The thing is, isn't he? He's the top scorer in the Brazil national team, the, the men's team. Um, you know, in their history. Depending on who's doing the counting. Yeah. Okay. The Not official. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Nor Romario. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like what he's achieved in the game, and yet it feels like we're we're sort of lacking a little bit with old Neymar. Do you not think? Yeah, mm. bad bad decision to go to Paris. It was indeed. Um, was it a bad decision for Antonio Conte to go to Tottenham? Um, he said in an interview this week that getting Spurs into the Champions League in 2022 was a miracle. He said we didn't celebrate it like it was a miracle because I'm used to winning. He also said that uh, he he keeps he 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 liked his time at Spurs and he keeps the experiences close to his heart. Yeah, he's he's got such an interesting way of looking at that time because yes. I think we could all see that team was better than the football he was producing with them, but he apparently is, has got no time for that <laughs> as, as, as even a possibility, even with the benefit the, of hindsight. You can make the division there because normally we just remember the last image of a coach in charge and like, hadn't it got awful? And it had got awful. Yeah. But he's right. It was incredible that he got them in the Champions League. Mm. When, he, when he took over, there was no way that they were making the And they got four. into the knockouts of the Champions League. I know it was piss poor when they went out with a just complete whimper. Yeah. But they were in the knockouts. Well, yeah. he, he said at the end, he said at the final game against Norwich, I called my staff and said, pay attention, don't be used to celebrating a Champions League place. I was very clear. Mm. I was like, the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium for like ages was just like, at posters everywhere gone, it's the only place to watch uh, Champions League football yeah, yeah, yeah. in London, etc. I mean, that, that does <laughs> remind me of my favourite ever anti 
Antonio Conte quote, which I have to do again, that when they went through that unbeaten season at Juventus in his first season mm-hmm. in charge, so a game before the end of the season, um, obviously they'd gone from seventh to winning the league, not losing, and Buffon, as one of the senior players, went up to him before the final game and said, um, you know, would it be okay to speak to you about the bonuses for the boys? He said, every time you open your mouth, you're a disappointment to me. <laughs> Wow. I mean, that's incredible, isn't it? It's good, that. It is good. Well, as I've mentioned before on the pod, uh, Andrea Pirlo in his book said that um, when Antonio Conte opens his mouth, his words assault you. (laughs) Which... You know, yeah, yeah we, we can imagine. I mean, well, I mean, Buffon literally means clown, doesn't it? So, I mean, <laughs> so. yeah, he's asking for it, really, and that daft little muggy playing career of his. <laughs> um, well, anyway, let's get back to what Spurs are doing now. They wrote to Pugmol last week to ask what constitutes a foul on a goalkeeper after Vicari was recently perceived to be obstructed by opposition players on set pieces. Obviously, Everton and Brentford scored from uh, said set pieces in, in recent weeks. It's a little sort of micro-industry of kind yeah. of gaming or perceiving to try to game the refs by uh-huh. writing these little muggy little notes, isn't it? Sort I of like, so, I yeah. want people to be noted. It's basically like when um, when, a, when, a, when a player says to a, to a referee, keep your eye on this. Yes. Yeah, this yeah. is happening a lot. Yeah, there's it's too much passive-aggressive in the Premier League at the moment. Yeah, there is. No, especially yeah. with Pugmol. Pig, but at, oh, least it's, at least it's letter-writing. I mean, they would often come out in press conferences, and obviously we all know Ferguson was good at that, and say, well, such and such a player needs more protection. And you yeah. just highlight the issue, of mm. course. Oh, you're, you're back to the old British tradition of uh, protesting through letter writing. Indeed. Yes. Yeah. And I, yeah. I, I We're not revolutionary people, Marcus. No, I, I, I'm all for it. You know, Andy, let's, let's roll back the years. Um, roll back the desk. There we from go. From the desk of Speller. I do love it, though, that um, the, the fact is when they play Dyche's Everton and Frank's Brentford, they're moaning about set pieces going in on the keeper. It's like, what did you expect? I don't think that is what they're moaning about. I think the key word in, in, in there is uh, obstructed, really. Uh-huh. I think there's... you know, no, But of the teams that are going to really oh, absolutely. push that of, to the limits. Of course it's going to happen, but I think this is the issue, isn't it? The the, the rules and the limits have to be the same for everybody, right? Yeah. So you can't... You, you shouldn't be able to just stand on a goalkeeper on the line, push him into the goal and not let him move, surely. I, I understand uh, what they're aggrieved about. Yeah, he does need to get on the weights, Vicario. Though you'd he agree does with that. Need to get on the weights. <laughs> he does. Yeah, just just be better. Yeah. Just, be better, just get yeah. good. Get good. Don't get good. let don't let people push you around. Push them back. Yeah, you know that's what I'd say. Imagine if Pugmol replied that. Yeah. <laughs> that'd, be good, that'd be fun, wouldn't it? Pugmol start getting really aggressive. <laughs> what if they wrote Arrow's to if up. they wrote to Vicario and said uh, you should be letting your dad write letters for you? <laughs> <laughs> Deal with it yourself. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think it's all it's all a bit silly. But yeah, I can understand as you say, Jim. Why Spurs were a little bit aggrieved. But again, I mean, I think this might have the reverse effect though, because now I think I mean, obviously, Premier League clubs, they'll you know, managers, they'll do their tactics. It, if if we're aware that um, this has happened to Vicario. You know, I'm quite sure Premier League managers will be aware, but expect Gary O'Neill to maybe target him a little bit with yes. some set pieces uh, on the game on 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 Saturday. Uh, good news for Wolves is that uh, um, Huang is back. Yes, in in the side. Um, so yes, Cunha's out, but uh, but it's good that he's back in there because uh, we've, we've 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 enjoyed seeing him. I was him surprised play. a bit to see like quite a few Wolves fans that I know are sort of criticising um, Dawson and wanting him uh, back, wanting him kind of replaced. And he's like, oh. he's been really good this season. He had one crappy game last week, and everyone's forgotten it. And you're labelled a prat. You're labelled a prat. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. Let's give you that Jurgen Klinsmann update. As he saved his job. Speaking of prat. <laughs> <laughs> He's been sacked. 
Oh, but he's been sacked. New Year. Yeah, after Zoom 12 manager. months in charge. Remote working <laughs> masterclass. <laughs> it's like has. where Holly in Red Dwarf like loses that game of chess and he gets like eliminated, like zapped by the other computer. They just like turn <laughs> yes. his screen off. And yeah, have a go at me for 90s references. <laughs> Not wrong with a bit of Red Dwarf. Uh, um, yeah, I, I look, yeah, Klinsman's gone. Um, Smeghead. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well done. Uh, uh, yeah, a Korean Football Association advisory committee had recommended sacking him earlier this week. I love that. I love it, yeah, because, I mean, they obviously do things slightly differently in the way they, they have their setup there. So, like, essentially... They're not going to sack him immediately. They're just going to come to a decision to sack him yeah. and then sort of pass that decision down to essentially what is the sacking committee with <laughs> Klinsman aware of all this the yeah. whole time. He's so you can just the... see it down the line. He's yeah. looking down the corridor going, oh, he's going to see him. Yeah. They've got to see that. And it's, oh, it's no more than he deserves for this Whoa. absolutely slipshod approach like, that he's taken. Like, to managing he, a like he's game. in the building. <laughs> Come on, exactly. Marcus. Yeah, you well, may see uh, an errant CC on an email. They're probably Why is he being CC'd in? <laughs> and he's still <laughs> just in his hotel room on Zoom. Yeah, yeah. Well, the best part of it um, of of the, the the second in that article was that um, and I quote he took part in Thursday's meeting via video call. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Now that wasn't the sacking; that was the the prelude to the sacking. Yeah. Um, but even then, he's oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's cat filters on. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not a cat. I'm not a cat. Yeah. Well, the, the KFA president said today, Coach Klinsman, love that, uh, failed. Fun. To, uh, to demonstrate leadership that we expected from the national team coach, including game management, player management, and work attitude. Is it like when you leave the US presidency, you're entitled to be called coach for the rest of your life? Yes. Oh, yeah, yes, perhaps, yeah. perhaps. Well, I mean, he failed to control some of his players, Andy, because did you hear that Son Hyun Min um, uh, dislocated a, a, a finger during a disagreement with some younger teammates at the Asian Cup, which yeah. is why he was strapped up in the game was it against Brighton? Uh, I think this is from. absolutely mad, isn't it? If it's France, uh, you expect it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's, apparently, it's, apparently, it's apparently Lee Kang from um, PSG, and uh, he um, and he uh, his dad was a taekwondo instructor, so I wouldn't mess with him. No, I wouldn't. He'll know all the moves. Yeah, yeah well, evidently he does. I mean, it was apparently a team dinner before the semi final against Jordan in the Asian Cup. Some younger players wanted to leave the table and go and play table tennis. I still don't understand just... how his finger has got injured here. Was well, he I, just think was, I think it was in a scuffle out, <laughs> <laughs> whacking yeah. it too hard at the younger players. Younger people these days. Yeah. <laughs> he thought he was Mick Jagger doing some moves and he was, he was why, banging why are, away. Why, at are them. why are sports people so boring? I want to leave the table to go and play table tennis to compete again. You will I need here. to compete 24 7 because my soul is empty. Oh, Peter. Why I'm not a professional footballer? <laughs> Fig one. Well, anyway, the, ten. I think it was a bit of a melee. That he goes yeah, I don't right. think it, I don't think someone I think tried. Some of the younger players have been drinking too much orangina. There you are. Yeah. I don't think anybody. It's did hardly like... the dentist chair, is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, I, that would be a surprise for the, for the South Korean national team. <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, gentlemen, uh, let's finish our Premier League chat with Manchester City versus Chelsea on Saturday at five thirty. Of course, they played that incredible four-four uh, drawback in November, where Cole Palmer scored the equaliser late on. He said it will be weird playing at the Etihad. Yeah, uh, against that lot. Um, I've added the, the last bit there. Um, now, uh, Chelsea, they are they are they've made an offer for Brighton's head of recruitment, Sam Jewell, just sixteen months after poaching the last one, uh, which was Paul Whit Stanley. So Win Stanley, sorry. So so Chelsea at it again, trying yeah. to poach uh, people from Brighton. You've, you've got, got one. Dan you've, you've got one. Just keep the one yeah. you've got. Yeah. Put him out on loan. <laughs> <laughs> Load him back to Brighton. Load him on. Yeah, Dan Ashworth thing has made him think. Oh. 
We 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 can't be sitting no. on our hands here, can we? No, I don't think. Loan so. him out on like an office angels contract. Do we still yeah. have office angels? Probably temporary company. Like yeah, a... I hope so. Yeah, Jim, big vested interest for you in this game, of course, with your beloved Arsenal just uh, uh, on on the same points as as Man City. Uh, can Chelsea do your boys a favour? I know you'll be supporting them again. Yeah, I would be surprised <laughs> if they did. But the game at Stamford Bridge was probably the best game of the season so far in it's terms of pure like box office entertainment. Couldn't take your eyes off it. Uh-huh. Um, I would love it if Chelsea can bring that to City again, uh-huh. just in terms of the spectacle of it, because it was brilliant. And yeah. one of the intriguing things about them this season um, is how sometimes they can have these brilliant bursts because they've they've got some really really great players in there they are very unpredictable because even they feel like they don't always know exactly what's going to happen yeah um so maybe a little bit of chaos is is something that man city will you know find difficult to to contend with as they did at stanford bridge but you'd expect that Mm. city have now gone into their fully sort of like machine like yeah robotic um winning machine ways but we'll, we'll see yeah I mean it's an interesting one isn't it Andy because you think Chelsea you think of you know the badge you think of some of the players they've got I mean they are 10th they're a point behind Brighton a couple of points behind West Ham so is it foolish to think that Chelsea can go there and, and get something or do you think oh no well when you go on about that 4-4 you think about you know all those all that stuff well, so, uh, yeah I, th- I think that's the point as, as Jim made the fact that City will give you chances however good they are I guess if you take the entirety of the season, would Chelsea take those chances? And I think the answer is probably not. Uh-huh. Um, but there, there is like a, a maybe little frisson that, that they could get those chances. But realistically, City could play well for 25 minutes and absolutely well, this is hammer it, them. It? I suppose the most comparable game is, is um, when Chelsea visited Anfield not two games ago and got thumped. So Yeah. yeah. True enough, everybody. Right, it's now time for the Football Ramble Acker with Betfair. With Betfair this season, you can build your football accumulators with their 90-minute payout, where all winning selections will be paid out at 90 minutes on their match odds 90 markets, regardless of what happens in added time. Today, we're building an Acker of four match odds 90 bets from across the Premier League. Andy, you're up first. Uh, Newcastle United to beat Bournemouth, of course. Mm. Despite the pectoral injury to former Cherry striker Callum Wilson. I think Newcastle will find the, the goals elsewhere. They're very, very good at home still, and Bournemouth not in a great place at the moment. I think that's quite a conservative bet, if I'm honest with you, Andy. Do you think? Mm. They've, I got think... No, they've got no strikers. They've got no strikers. We've got nobody. Yeah. I mean, I... They've got no money. They've got no strikers. And Bournemouth be, aren't in a good place, you said. It though. will be a blow for the little guy if Newcastle <laughs> make good on this. Place. Yeah, also, also, the aim is to is to get them right. Mm. The aim is to win, isn't it? <laughs> that is true. All right, you're, sorry, Andy. Yeah, so I, I mean, oof, you've really you've really stepped out there with that one. I think so. Uh, you've got seven out of fifteen correct. Apparently, no doubt you'll um, you'll you'll have eight out of fifteen correct. Uh, eight out of sixteen correct after this one, uh, Peter. Now, you completed a hat-trick of correct picks last week. You got 8 out of 14. Oh. You're going incredibly well. What have you gone for this week? I'm going for four, and I'm going for Brentford versus Liverpool, mm. and I'm going for the draw. Ooh. I think Brentford are starting to get their defensive responsibilities right, Yes. Uh, and I think Tony um, holding up the ball beautifully. They're very direct. Um, I don't think they'll win the match, but I think, I think they'll go for a draw. Hence, you've, you've put your money That's where your mouth is. Yeah, and that would do Arsenal a favour, wouldn't it, Jimmy? Sure uh, would. What have you gone, uh, Jim? You completed a hat-trick of incorrect picks last week. You've got nine out of 23. Yeah. It's it's not it's, a great it's record. Getting, it's getting bad now, isn't mm. it? Um, <laughs> so so you, you've got to go for a, you know something a little bit more safe, well, in, Indeed. So I, I can I just say, I don't 
think the teams I've been predicting to win are getting enough stick right. for yep. letting me down true, here. True, true. Because at the start of every day, they've got the chance to go out and win those points and they mm-hmm. keep letting me down. So I am trying to use my newfound powers for good. So I've gone for Spurs to win. Oh. Um, so it's win-win for me. Uh, even if I don't get the correct uh, decision. Um, so I do think Spurs at home against Wolves are, are going to be heavy, heavy favourites to win this, as I say, and I think they will yeah. have too much for lovely Gary O'Neill. I see. Uh, right, I've got 14 out of 24 correct, and I have picked Manchester United to beat Luton Town away. Uh, they're going to heap more misery on Luton after their loss against Sheffield United, and Manchester United will continue their subtle little campaign for Champions League glory next season. <laughs> a £10 bet with Betfair on that returns, £149.70. And if we win all that money goes to Prostate Cancer UK. Plus, for every stoppage time goal in the Premier League this weekend, Betfair will donate £10 to Prostate Cancer UK. We've raised £550 already this season. Remember, with Betfair this season, when you place a bet on their match odds 90 markets, your winning bet will be paid out in full at 90 minutes. Any bets that are winning at 90 minutes but are then undone by some stoppage time drama won't be affected. And that's the same for our Ramble Acker every week. Week. Exclusive to Betfair Sportsbook. T's and C's apply. You've got to be over 18 to get involved. And for more information on responsible gambling, head to begambleaware.org. James Smith also says you're an encyclopedia of football. A what? An encyclopedia of football. I don't know what that means. He doesn't know what that means. <laughs> it's Jack's Encyclopedia, simple game of categories, etc. Uh, huge uh, victory for the, uh, the Luke Nation uh, last week, <laughs> who now has the lineal belt, so he'll be... I don't know, just topless in his house. Just Be hanging out with Neymar. It. Just hanging out with Neymar, <laughs> patting each other's um, trophies and silverware. Um, Jim, we're going to kick off with you, if that's all right, straight in. Absolutely. Um, because I broke a computer earlier, which meant that we started the ramble rather late. Uh, teams <laughs> that Roy Hodgson oh. has married. Club or countries. <laughs> Sorry. I say married. It is. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good start, isn't it? Uh, teams that Roy Hodgson has managed, club or countries, caretaker jobs not included. Fuck buddies do. Okay. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm going to kick things off with Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace. Fulham. Fulham. Switzerland. Switzerland. Ooh, I like, that, I like, like that. it. England. England. Liverpool. Liverpool. Malmo. Yes. Ooh. Inter. <sighs> FC Copenhagen. Correct. Grasshopper. Yes. Like that. Blackburn Rovers. Ooh. Finland. Yeah. Yes. Ooh, yeah. I like it. Hmm. Slim pickings now. Mm. It's Torres. Bristol City. Bloody yeah, well played. Skull, sexy player. Whoa. Uh, It's Torres to give Chelsea. Torino. (laughs) I just like like the way you said Torino. (laughs) (laughs) Marcus, have we got someone? It's Torres to give West Ham. I know he's not managed West Ham. Um, there's an obvious. There is obvious ones we've missed. Giz one. Watford. 
Oh, oh my God. Congratulations. How West Brom as well. How, yeah, how many times have you had that Harry the Hornet buffer? Oh, West Brom, yeah. See, it's easy the moment you can't do it yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. Sheffield Wednesday, surely. Yeah. Uh, you've got um, you've got uh, Insernia, uh, Lignano, Lignano, <laughs> Lignano, God, I'm terrible at these. Um, uh, Nucatel, Jamax, uh, I think. Uh, Orebro, SK, Pogo Crema, um, UAE, Udinese, uh, La Metia, uh, Viking and West Brom. Yeah. Yeah. Nushatel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not much of a night Nushatel. out. Nushatel. All right, Andy. Yeah. Showboating. All right, then. <laughs> Look at the showboating on that. <laughs> showboating about what a shit night out I had there. Yeah. Obviously. What did you do in Nushatel? Um, nothing because everything was shut. By everything the time was I shut. Work. Terrible oh, night out. Dear. All right. Uh, number two, Marcus Bella. Hello. Have a listen to this. Right. Because it's a good round, but you've got to listen to what the question is. Right. We've made a list uh-huh. of the top 15 highest scorers in the Premier League history. Where each nationality can only be featured once. Ah, right? Okay. So once a nationality is taken, no yep. other players in that country are eligible. Yep. And the next name on the list must be then from a new country. Mm-hmm. And each of these players obviously have are the highest Premier League goal scorers from their country, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So top fifteen highest scorers in the Premier League history, uh, but each nationality can only be featured once. Okay. All right. I'm gonna kick things off with you, Marcus Bella. Sergio Aguero. Oh, I like it. Very I excellent. like it. Argentina. Ruud van Nistelrooy. Ruud van Nistelrooy. You are kidding. <laughs> Alan Shearer. Alan Shearer. That's England gone. Sorry, Marcus. <laughs> Robin van Persie. The Netherlands. Very good. The Netherlands. Very good. Thierry Henry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Surely, so it's it, sorry, can I? So it's the top 15, yeah. But obviously, if it's a country outside the top 15, are you falling for this filibuster? So, what have we had? France, uh, um, it's Torres oh! to give Chelsea a place in the Champions League. Romelu Lukaku, Belgium, Very gone, good. Dwight York. Oh, lovely one, Jim. I That's like a lovely it. one. Trinidad and Tobago. Ooh. Yeah. All you T T and T fans. Yeah. Out. Surely Mo Salah. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Very, very good chance. Egypt are out now. <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo, Portugal right now. Yes, 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 they are. Um Robbie Keane? Oh, I like it. Ireland. Nice. Luis Suarez. Mm-hmm. Oh. Shame. Shame, shame, shame. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Marcus, you won that round. Thank you. Congratulations. I thought about Suarez, but I didn't think he'd be yeah. in the top 15. So you know what? Yeah. I was going to say Fernando Torres. I was going to say Torres. I thought you'd have had that in the chamber. So yeah. I, thought, I thought I was being clever. In the chamber. You should never try <laughs> and be clever in this game. <laughs> you could have had uh, the Ivorian Didier Drogba. You could have oh, had yeah. uh, the Togolese uh, Emmanuel Adebayor. You could have had uh, Ryan Giggs, Wales. Uh, you could have had uh, Sadio Mane for Senegal. Uh, Son Heung-min for Korea. And uh, Yakubu. So there was, there was, there was no Spaniard in there. There was no Spaniards in That's there. That's what made me think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Victoria, oh, and, and Ryan Giggs for Wales as well. So yeah, you, you just said that already. Yeah. All right, lovely. Good. That, that was a good one. That. Really yeah. good. Really yeah. good. As soon as you said Van Nistelrooy, I was like, "Oh, Andy, you've given me an answer there." <laughs> so we're on to. <laughs> so we're on to the third round. Third round. 
and uh, it's an interesting one. <laughs> You're going to be upset about it, I think. Oh, good. <laughs> um, Andy, we're going to kick things off with you. The, the closest chippies to Old Trafford. <laughs> I'll have Lou Macari's fish and chips. <laughs> Teams, Mike Bassett first as England manager. Oh, bloody hellfire. <laughs> Pissing Nora. Teams, Mike Bassett By the way, faces England. Can I say, if you were writing Mike Bassett, England manager, what would you? Who would you have them face off against? That's I've never seen this film. No, I've never seen this film. But the, but the way Andy's eyes glazed over, I thought to myself, he knows something here. <laughs> yeah. He's got something. Just have a think about who you would. Who you? Stop would. giving him clues. I'm not giving him clues. I'm just, just going to say that to us I'm all. Just gonna, I'm just going to go Germany. Surely they play Germany. Didn't play Germany. No Didn't play Andy, Germany. Andy, I'll be honest with you. I wrote down Germany after that apparent um, clue. Um, that Pete gave us. <laughs> yeah, so did I. Um, on that line of thinking, I'm going to go with Scotland. Do you know what? Shame. I think if I, I think can remember the markets, guys. I think, I think they play Portugal. I think you're wrong. Oh, so we're all back in. <laughs> all back in. I'm it's trying to remember the film. Most confusing round. Right, France. one more round. France. They did play France. Andy, they did you're, play on, France. you're on for the victory. Yeah. Where the, where the naked ladies dance. Um, <laughs> Australia. <laughs> why not, Tim? Indeed. Why, why not? not? Marcus? Um, Italy. Andy Brassel oh, wins. Congratulations. I wouldn't have hit myself winning on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Just be proud. One of your rare wins in this game. Yeah, I suppose. You won on who Mike Bassett fist uh, as England manager in a fictional film, as many of them are. Go uh, on, you give us add, the names. You could add Argentina. That was what I was I sort of talking about. Belgium, Brazil, Egypt, Mexico, Poland, Romania, and Slovenia. So there we go. It's actually quite a cosmopolitan film. By the it's a group great. of death, man. It's a group <laughs> of death. Far too big. Far, Far too, too big. It's a group of death. Champions oh. League next season. <laughs> yeah. Well, well done, Andy. You deserve that. Yeah, fun. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble Preview Show sponsored by Betfair, part of the ACAST Creator Network, of course. Join myself, Andy and Jim tomorrow for the mailbag. Do follow us on Twitter, currently known as X, TikTok, YouTube and Instagram at Football Ramble and follow us on Spotify as well. The weekend is now officially open, everybody. Get through that gate, get your football and have a lovely old time. Thank you, Andy. Thank you. Thank you, PT. Goodbye, man. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you. Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.